welcome to apartment 29a i'm shosh and i'm megan and we're two best friends who have a lot to say this is the last episode of 2022 so we are going to drink republic of tea gingerbread tea while we talk about what it's like to be a podcaster in 2022 how many teas we did how many teas we drank how many podcasts we listened to how many books we read and then, you know, we'll end with things we can't stop thinking about, as always. So, Shosh, what do you think of gingerbread tea? I really enjoy it. It's a rooibos, which I'm a fan of. I do think I should have let it steep a bit longer. I think it would have been a bit better if I had made it a little stronger, which I should have known because that is often the case for Republic of Tea, but I was in a hurry and... I can tell, (laughs) Um, but it's still really, really good. I just think maybe there'd be a bit more gingerbread flavor to the rooibos if I had let it steep a little longer, but I think you summed it up perfectly when you said how it tasted, so I'm going to defer to you in this moment. Ah, yes, so uh, aptly, it tastes like someone took a gingerbread cookie and dipped it into rooibos tea (laughs) and so which is perfect because you can taste the gingerbread Mm -hmm. but the rooibos is a very strong flavor so kind of exactly like that it also makes me wish that i had a gingerbread cookie right now to dip into my tea that would be good yeah that'd be really good this was Mm. poor planning we should have had cookies with this yeah I want to, I do want to make those cookies Friday or Saturday. I hadn't been thinking about making those cookies, but now that you said that, <laughs> I totally want to make those cookies. Mm. Best gingerbread cookies ever. ever. Now I just yeah. need to find the recipe and then I'm going to do it. Yes. Awesome. Yeah, I have it somewhere. When I find it, I'll send it to you. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm pretty sure it's still in my email. So I think I just need to uh, search your name. <laughs> yes. So we were did a little bit of review of, for our podcast this past year and realized that we drank 60 teas. That's a lot of teas. Yeah. <laughs> and at least approximately 10 of them were Earl Grey. <laughs> From one episode <laughs> that was a great episode oh yeah it was so much fun that might be our most memorable tea episode i think yeah i haven't actually like really stopped to consider it until now but if you're talking about tea episodes that one i think all will just always stand out not only because we did so many but we've been waiting to do it for so long and we had seb on as our guest i think that yeah, that definitely is probably, for, at least for me, the most memorable tea episode that we did this past year. Yeah, I agree. And then we talked about at least 50 podcasts, 50 different podcasts. Which is also a lot. Yeah. But there are like millions of podcasts out there. It's amazing. At least we won't ever run out. Yeah. <laughs> right? Which is Just funny like because book. sometimes, yeah, but sometimes we're like, what podcast do we listen to? <laughs> As if we don't have a million choices. Well, yeah, but that's the problem is that we do have a million choices and we have our favorites. 
And so it's hard right. to like. It's hard to ignore our favorites. Yeah. Don't want to ignore the favorites. We did a lot of really good ones, though. I was trying to think if there was any one specifically that stood out to me, but. No, the Not first really. one of the year was like, what was that? It's like all in words, words, words to win by was mm. the first one of the year. Was that the one <laughs> that I suggested that was about using words as like persuasion and how you word things? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do really. That is a that was a really good one. Mm-hmm. that's always like stuck with me after I listened to that mm-hmm. even when I can't remember the podcast name <laughs> <laughs> yeah I couldn't remember. I was like all in words words no but words to win by yeah we had a lot of really good ones but I don't think that there's one specific one that I would pick out as being like I don't know the podcast episode right, to podcast listen to or anything like that mm-hmm. but still love listening to podcasts yeah Still love our Crooked Media Podcast Network. Definitely. They're branching out a lot lately. I know. They I feel are like growing they really fast and all I was of like, a sudden. I don't know that one. Do I? Do I need to know that one? I think it's mostly good, but I have found that some of their more recent ones, while I don't necessarily like hate them or dislike them, they haven't grabbed me the same way a lot of their original ones are. And I kind of understand it because I think they're like picking up some other podcasts and bringing mm-hmm. them to Crooked Media. And sometimes that, that I think that has worked better than others. Like, for example, Strict Scrutiny was not on my radar at all until it became a Crooked Media podcast because it already existed. And it now is like one that I actually really like and I listen to all the time. Mm-hmm. But then they have Hot Takes? Hot? I think that's right, yeah something like that it's their supposed to be their environment one and um I was really excited about that because it's supposed to be all environmental and climate change and whatever but I honestly have listened to it several times and I just cannot get into it it's not that the information is bad I don't know if it's I mean I don't really want to criticize the host because not like I can point to one thing but there's just something about it that just doesn't really work for me and I cannot get into it yeah, and so no, there's a I few the that have way. been kind of like that. It's not like I can say one specific thing is bad, but I just haven't been, you know, so I'm enamored with them like yeah. I have been with almost everything else that Crooked Media has done previously. Yeah. So. And I think the new ones are also a bit more niche. And so they, they're going to, like, if you like it, you're going to want to really listen to that specifically. But if you don't, you're just like, that's maybe not for me. Well, that's how I felt about the one about workplace things mm-hmm. that I'm forgetting the name of, but we talked about work on appropriate. here. Yeah, work appropriate. I didn't dislike the podcast when I listened. It just, as a whole, the topic doesn't appeal to me as much as a lot of other ones. So it's not really something I would listen to all the time for mm-hmm. that reason. But like the environmental one, I expected to really love. I had super high expectations for it. And maybe that's part of the problem, but it kind of, I'm sorry to say, let me down a little bit. No, I feel the same. I, it, it's almost, there's something about it where I don't feel like you're, it's like not taking the topic seriously enough 
I don't really know, but that's how I felt like for most of the episodes. Like, I'm like, isn't this supposed to be about the environment? I mean, you're kind of talking about the environment, but I feel like this is just people talking and the environment may or may not come up. Well, I never had that specific feeling, but I think I know what you mean by that because I I think part of my problem with it is, like I said, I was hesitant to sort of criticize the host too much, especially when I haven't listened that many times. I mean, I have given it a fair shot, don't get me wrong, right. but it's not like I forced myself to keep listening. But I just, sometimes I feel like the one host kind of doesn't know anything. And then the other host almost knows too much as in she's giving you a bunch of stuff but not making it that accessible when you don't necessarily know exactly which bills or Mm -hmm. you know different stuff because she's giving you lots of like specific and it doesn't really mesh well together I feel like it's like almost like too much or like not enough Mm -hmm. and they kind of need I don't know to be somewhere more in the middle yeah I don't know like I'm not sure that they play off each other as well as some other hosts maybe Mm -hmm. Or something. Yeah, because it can really work when one person is like the expert and the other person is like inquisitive and interested, but it just doesn't seem to work for yeah, them. For some reason, well. it hasn't. Yeah. So, but I still love Crooked Media though, and I will mm-hmm. at least try pretty much anything that they put out. So, yep. Definitely same. still giving a ringing endorsement to Crooked Media. Yeah. I think the podcast that I'm enjoying the most that I added to my listening this year is probably the overdue podcast Mm, yeah that one has been a good one Mm -hmm. I do I do enjoy them Mm -hmm. I don't listen to every episode but like when like if it starts playing I don't turn it off either because I just enjoy their interplay yeah I don't listen to every episode either but I do listen to quite a few and I do really I do really enjoy them I wasn't 100% sure after we listened to them on what should I read next like I didn't dislike them but I kind of was like I don't really know what their own podcast would be like but because she recommended it and had them as the guests I was like I'll give it a try and it was surprisingly good I really Mm -hmm. like it I mean, most of the books are books I have no interest in reading. Like a lot of them are older. I mean, every once in a while, obviously there's something I've read or, you know, from what they're saying, I'm like, oh, that would be kind of cool. But a lot of them, like I said, are older books that I have no no desire to read, but it's just the way that they have structured the podcast and how they play off of each other is really good. Mm-hmm. And they kind of do that. Like they take turns. One of them is kind of the expert and the other one. Right, and that works, though, because of how the two hosts communicate and work together. Yes. And there's something about the other one we were talking about where, I don't know, it just doesn't quite work. Yeah. But, but yeah, lots of good podcasts out there, for sure. For sure. Shosh, how many books have you read in 2022? That is a good question. Let me pull up my Goodreads so it can tell me. <laughs> what, you don't just have that number memorized? I do not. <laughs> I, according to Goodreads, have read 171 books. Wow. That's what it tells me. My goal was 100. 
Yeah. So it says I've done right out of the water. 71% of my goal. Nice. How about you? 120. Awesome. That does obviously include audiobooks and regular books. Oh, so yeah. doubt I can make it to 200 before the end of the mm-hmm. year. <laughs> Not only have I slowed down, but we're basically almost there. So. Yep. No, I couldn't do that either. I'll be lucky to fit in another one or two if if I am lucky. But like I said, might be impossible. Yep. But not bad. I can't really complain. Mm -hmm. We've had a lot of good books this year. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think what books really stood out to me this year. But the problem with reading so many books is kind of need to look at my list of what I've read to remember them Mm -hmm. (laughs) well because I remember some of the more recent ones that we really loved but some of the beginning ones yeah it's like we love lessons in chemistry Carrie Soto is back yes so lessons in chemistry was great and that deserves like an honorable mention for a first book because that's a new author in her first published book and that was really excellent um I have discovered Emily Henry this year, who I've really enjoyed her books. And she's another one who Julia Whelan does a lot of her narration. Same with, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on her name. The author of Carrie Soto is back. Taylor Taylor Jenkins Reid. Yeah, and she's one of my favorite narrators. So that has been like an extra bonus. And we also discovered that she actually has written a couple books and those were both really good. Mm Mm-hmm. One of our early ones was the Charm Offensive. Oh, and I loved that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a good book anyways, but I just love the story behind that mm-hmm. <laughs> because it was when I was visiting you and we were in the, the bookstore Warwick's and I was literally just like, this book looks cute. And you were like, do we need it? And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know, do we? And you were like, yes. We basically <laughs> knew hardly anything about it. It was just because where the cover was cute. Yes. And we just did that again when we were together in Boston. So we will have another book coming soon. Mm-hmm. there were some other interesting reads this year too i don't think we've talked about roxy yet but i look forward to discussing that because that was a new take i kind of thought when we read that so that mm-hmm. would be fun to talk about um, we had our ali hazelwood we really got into our steminist romance novels this year mm-hmm. such a good category of books it really is. I was like looking at my list and like one of the, it's just showing me all the, like the little covers of the books. And then there's one that doesn't have a cover. I was like, what's that? You're like, what's that? But it as imposter syndrome. Mm. We also read the Heartstopper books, which was our first yeah. sort of graphic novels for a while. Mm-hmm. And Heartstopper volume four won the Goodreads graphic novel of the year. Oh. And actually lessons in chemistry that we mentioned one like best new author or whatever as well as it should but that's a lot of pressure very much we also had a new author of the atlas six that was a new to our list of authors to read mm-hmm. yeah it was a fun year in reading for sure i also discovered taylor jenkins read this year <laughs> 
which we discussed with Carrie Soto's back when you mentioned just earlier, but I went hard on her books. I don't think I've gotten through all of them, but I went on a real kick after I discovered her. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I House go back of... and read her early stuff. Yeah. Well, like I said, I was working through it, but I don't think I quite finished, but I've loved like everything she's done. I don't think there's been a bad one yet. Um, House of Sky and Breath, the Crescent City 2 from Sarah J. Moss won mm. Best Fantasy for this year. And these are all from Goodreads votes for the books that I've been mentioning won the awards. Yeah, overall a really good year in books. Mm-hmm. Is there anything specifically that you can think of that you're looking forward to for 2023? Well, I am looking forward to reading Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow as it mm. has won Best Fiction. And I yes. have it on my shelf, but I haven't started it yet. I don't have it, but it's on my list. And as a little mini update for anyone who listened to our Thanksgiving episode, I said I wanted to restart Amir's grandfather's tradition of giving books at Thanksgiving. And I did it. And that was one of the books I gifted. Aw, that's awesome. I don't know if it's, it's hard to say like, was 2022 just a really good year in books or are we just getting better at choosing what we read? But to be fair, I don't know that 2021 was like a bad year in books by any means. No, not at all. And I'm sure if I scrolled back and looked at what we read in 2021, I'd say the same thing. Because I know there will be good ones um, that we read. I mean, I can think of a couple, not a lot, but I can think of a couple Mm -hmm. right now that I know are still on like, you know, kind of favorites lists from 2021. So I mean, it might be a combination of both. Right. Because, I mean, I think we are pretty decent. There, We rarely pick a book that we really don't like. Right. No, I mean, I think the books that I've read that I really didn't like were mostly, like, book club picks. And they right, weren't when you things didn't that have I would have picked myself. And... Right. <laughs> you didn't have control over them. Mm-hmm. Well, and the one book that I'm thinking that of that I disliked the most, which was The Paper Palace, was a mistake <laughs> because I thought I, I must have... you had us read. <laughs> well, yeah, but the problem was I looked at a whole bunch of books at the airport in the bookstore and then came away and was like, oh, I really wanted to read that book. And I thought it was The Paper Palace, but clearly it was not. And I didn't yeah. even reread the back because in my head I just knew that that was the one I wanted to read but clearly I had missed it up so then we started reading it and I'm like what is this and then it was awful <laughs> yeah but it's supposed and to be it was, really good like yeah, it's on a really lot of liked it. it's on a lot of lists and it's like it was a Reese Witherspoon book club pick that's what I was but gonna say I pretty sure I gave it like one star I yeah, it, it was, was not awful. for me it was awful. It was not for me at all. I mean, if you want to read about traumatic lives and people who are traumatized and make bad decisions, then sure. Sure. It's for you. No, thanks. Yeah, no, it was there's no, yeah, don't read that one. But again, <laughs> so I technically picked that, but it was a mistake. <laughs> if I had read the back, I would have realized that was not the book I was intending to read. But since we started it, I was like, yeah, I'll just give it the benefit of the doubt because I didn't know how bad it was going to be, especially because, like I said, it was a Reese Witherspoon book club pick and I've seen it on a million lists. But 
I really could have done without that one. In a way, I'm surprised we didn't DNF that one. It's really hard to DNF a book. I think I've really only done it to like one. I've only done it kind of accidentally. <laughs> but like if I'm reading multiple books and I somehow get distracted and then never make it back to a book, that's mm -hmm. usually, so I've, I haven't done that often, but like the few times that I have, it's because there've been other things that have distracted me because I haven't really been into the book. Mm -hmm. And so I've just gotten distracted and never made it back. But I don't usually actively make the decision to DNF a book. But I'm still kind of surprised we didn't do it with that one. <laughs> Especially because yeah. it never got better. That's no, the but problem. you can't and know why... that until you get to the end. Well, that's what I was going to say. That's the problem with DNFing a book. I have a hard time doing it because I'm like, but you don't know what's coming. What if it gets better? Plus by the time you're like I'm really not liking this you're usually far enough into it that you're like I've invested so much time I don't want to just give up on it but I could have done without the paper palace so yeah it would have been a good candidate for a DNF well at least we've saved all of our listeners from reading <laughs> That's it, right or at least hopefully yeah skip that one everyone you won't skip have been that one. you definitely didn't get the suggestion to read it from us at least exactly exactly um, but looking ahead to 2023 do you have any new year's resolutions or intentions do you have a little word for the year i do not i don't typically you're usually good you usually have like a word or a theme or something so mm -hmm. you're always very prepared in that respect. I don't usually do that. And I don't usually make any specific resolutions. Um, yeah, so I'm kind of not very helpful or good at answering <laughs> this question. It's all right. So. The irony is I like, I will have a word, but I haven't chosen my word. I'm still, still, um, ending so the word for 2022 was journey and yeah still thinking about my final journeys of 2022 so we just went to boston yay and then going home for christmas and then hawaii at the end of the year lots of good trips mm -hmm. all the journeys at the end <laughs> it's a good way to wrap up the year though yep and boston was fabulous I wish it we could was. have had more time together, but yeah. it was so good to be in the same place. And I am happy to report that we got to see six together. Yeah, we did. Which for anyone who's been listening knows that I have been very excited about Six the Musical. And by some magical twist of fate, it was playing in Boston. We were both there together, which I couldn't believe happened. So we got to see it together, which was amazing. Yeah. And, and the best part is, oh. sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, the best part is we were walking out and Megan was like, how do we get tickets to see that again? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, see, exactly. Now you know what I'm feeling. Yeah. Although I've been forbidden, I'm not allowed to buy any tickets for a while. So it's a mirror. <laughs> well, you guess three times is enough. Go in like June of next year because that's when it's going to be in town. Good plan. Good plan. <laughs> yeah. Can never see it too many times. Uh, yeah. And our seats were both like actually really good and the strangest seats ever. Very true. 
because they were we were pretty high up but you i thought we could really see quite well but they were the skinniest tiniest tightest seats ever they really were was it like, was like wow. hard to even get in the aisle because it was so small yeah and then i mean we're fairly small people so i can't even imagine somebody super tall right? and yeah we just kind of like barely fit like if we feel like it's tight i can't imagine right. for other people i mean these seats made airplane seats seem roomy yeah very roomy <laughs> but it was weird because for a balcony because obviously we bought tickets kind of last minute so we didn't have like a lot of choice and so i was like okay well that's all we really can get is the balcony but it was kind of done like stadium seating Mm -hmm. So the view was like much better than you usually get for a balcony, which I really appreciated. It was just, yeah, everything was in mini. Yeah. I feel like I need to tape out like half the seats out and that'll be perfect. (laughs) Right? Crazy. But also, let me just tell everybody about this weirdness. The person in the row in front of us came in holding a Mylar Happy Birthday balloon. (laughs) And I don't understand why <laughs> they, of course, lost one up into the air at like five, minute five. <laughs> yeah, of course. But one, I don't understand why you would bring one in. Like you can't tie it to anything, which P.S. the woman tried to do until she realized she'd be blocking people behind her. Right. But so you can't like tie it to anything. You're going to like hold it the whole time. Plus you don't want to like make noise because balloons aren't always that quiet when you're holding mm-hmm. them. So I'm and like, why? So small, you could barely put a balloon underneath one. Like that's how small these seats were. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if it would have fit. Yeah. She lucked out at the beginning because there was an empty seat next to her, so she put it in the seat and put her jacket over it. So that worked until people came and made the move, which also was another bizarre. Just side note, they made the whole row shift so people could get in, and then the person sat there for maybe two minutes tops yeah never had anyone join them even though they made everybody move down to have the block of seats together and then got up and left and never returned which was just weird but anyways so when she had the empty seat next to her she at least put it under her coat and it had like a spot but then it's like again what do you do with it after that which is how she ended up losing it but i was like one why did you bring it this is dumb and two who let her in with that because you had to know it was going to be problematic with her blocking people or losing it or having a place to store it like nothing about it makes any sense to me i'm very confused about this balloon it was so funny and i was like you know you're totally like that balloon's gonna last like five minutes before it's lost to space and that's almost exactly how much time they had with the balloon once the show started yep it's probably still on the ceiling Mm -hmm. (laughs) starting to lose helium It'll right. come down Slowly any day now down. oh man but, but yeah who lets somebody into the theater with a balloon i feel like that should be on the list of uh like restricted items i know right especially a mylar balloon the balloon is fine really it's weird it's really weird anyways that was a big side tangent i'm sorry everybody but boston was great we had a lot yeah. of time a lot of fun it just would have been nice to have more time together yeah agreed we needed more time we We did need more time though 
of course but you know between the length of the trip and then mixed with the fact that I had to work and stuff it would have like I said it would have been good to have more time but I don't want to be greedy I'm very thankful for what I got yeah that stupid ocean why is it so big <laughs> yeah stupid ocean and <laughs> stupid stupid country that you have to fly across yeah dang america why do you have to be so big i don't know <laughs> yep well shows what can you not stop thinking about uh the thing i can't stop thinking about is i'm finally getting married no Yay! (laughs) By the time this comes out, it should be official. So finally, after 22 years, (laughs) we're actually going to going to get married. It's not like a super exciting big wedding. We're essentially doing the equivalent of a courthouse wedding. Um, which is fine. I mean, I don't want something big anyways. It's just the rules in England are very complicated and and it became, yeah, I think what I've decided, I don't know if it's actually true, but it's what makes sense is that everything is just based on really old, like ancient rules that have essentially been updated, but not like fully gotten rid of or revamped. But it just makes everything difficult. So even though we still only wanted a small ceremony, it just became with everything else going on and trying to do it somewhat quickly, which we don't technically have to do it quickly, but it's just kind of what we wanted because we finally decided to do it after 22 years. Like, you know, we've waited. So um, I don't know. You might want to wait like three more. So that's an even 25. (laughs) Because why not? And I mean, we could, again, we don't actually have to do it, but so we just decided the easiest thing to do would be to do essentially the courthouse ceremony, which was still slightly complicated. It would have been much easier to get married in the U.S., but yeah, comparatively speaking, the easiest option, and then we can have our own small ceremony. Essentially, then whenever we want, it'll be much easier because the official part will be done so it can just be whatever ceremony we want whatever time of day whatever location that kind of thing so it will all become much easier so I'm not exactly sure when that's going to happen we've had too much going on with traveling and it being so close to Christmas it's been really hard because lots of people have things planned even just not weddings and things so sometime next year we'll probably try to do our the ceremony that we want but we will already be officially married so. yeah oh congratulations thank you and i'm so excited because we've been waiting for my ring because amir gave me his grandmother's ring which was amazing and we needed to re- have it reset and i wanted it so bad before we went to boston but of course it wasn't ready so then just before we came back, we found out that it was, it was ready. So I was like, well, we have to pick it up on the way home. Like <laughs> literally I was like, we have to pick it up. I was like, because I was so excited about it. So we drug all of our suitcases and everything to the jewelry store so that we could pick it up because I'm that person, but you can't blame me. You wouldn't want to wait either. I'd already done my waiting. Right. 22 years of waiting. <laughs> so I was really excited, but it, it came out really, really nicely. Cause you know, it's, it's I beautiful. mean, 
it's kind of hard making decisions like changing a ring and stuff so um it's just a pretty simple setting but it turned out perfectly and I had them engrave the inside and it turned out beautifully I'm so happy that Mm. I had them do it so it has Amir's grandparents initials with the year that they were married and then our initials and the year that we're gonna be married and it is perfection I love it I love that so Mm. yeah well it's because I mean, obviously, it's still special because it's a stone, but I wanted some way to, like, remember that it was her ring since we changed the setting. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. And I just love yeah. that they were married for so long. And, you know, it's amazing that I can have her rings. So, I just yeah. wanted, you know what I mean, that extra little reminder. I love it. Which is probably why it wasn't ready earlier. Right. <laughs> because they also had to engrave it. But it was worth it. It was worth it. And it all worked yeah. out. They probably oh, thought yeah. we were crazy with all of our bags, though. Yeah. Like, I'm really sorry. We've been we've been traveling. We're just getting back. But I need my ring. <laughs> I love it. That's clearly what's been on my yep. mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Wonderful. Yeah, it should be good. Like I said, it only took 22 years. <laughs> Uh, you were practically married the day you met. It's fine. It's true. It won't actually change anything, but it's it'll still be nice to get married. Because, I mean, I always kind of thought we would do it eventually, but not that we had to. But if you know what I mean. We've talked yeah. about it a million times over, but just never done it. Yep. Now we're finally like, no, it's going to happen. We're going to do, do it. it. Yeah. So like I said, it won't really change anything, but it's still it's still really, really nice. I'm really excited about it. So yep. it should be good. I'm still super happy for you. Thank you. Well, happy new year, everybody. Yeah, happy new year. Wow. How is it already gonna be 2023? It's crazy. I don't know. It's crazy. But uh yeah, let us know what your intentions or um resolutions are for the year. Let us know if there's a podcast or a book or a tea we should be trying. And have a great 2023, y'all. Bye. Bye.